views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Good morning, everyone. Fabulous Friday. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. P with my main man. What's up, Mr. B? A to B. How's it going? Okay. Good. Go Hawks! Touch fingers. I know. I'm going to send out a, a, just a quick good luck to the Hawks this week, you huh? know, this weekend for Super Bowl Sunday. Right. Uh, 27-17, that's my, what I'm going against on Pittsburgh. Sorry, I'm going against you on the Pittsburgh, because you're the Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Well, I'm torn. And you Victoria, are, and that's got to be I'm tough torn. for you. Well, huh? you know what? That's why Victoria Castle's joining the show today. Oh, she can help us with that. She's going to help me okay. get out of my numb state <laughs> about this. It's going to be my, a great game. My contrast, my contradiction, Uh-oh. you know, uh, about, what, about who to pick or mm-hmm. what to do. Well, you know what? I think... Both of these teams have worked really hard. Absolutely. I mean, not that the other teams have not, but, I mean, it's been a journey for them. Mm-hmm. And why Why is Pittsburgh? Okay, because it's a friend of mine who has been um, on the injured reserve list most of the year, but I think he's suiting up for the he's game. He's still part of the team. He's still part of the team, and I think mm-hmm. he's back. Um, and he is a Deuce Staley. He was with Philadelphia for forever and just got out of there just in time, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, he actually kind of did, didn't he? Yeah, follow your heart, uh-huh. you know. And um, good move, Deuce. Good move, Deuce. And by the way, um, there is an interview, uh, my interview with him on um, my archives on uh, the Dr. Pat show, which will take you to crust busting. Hopefully, this will be the last weekend for that. But there's my interview with him, and as a matter of fact, we're probably going to feature that interview as a podcast on Monday because we got the whole pod thing going on. We do. We've got the podcasting thing, and I and you know what? I just mentioned briefly that my guest today is is um, Victoria Castle, and we're talking about a subject that's near and dear to my heart, and that is this this idea of scarcity. And her book is called The Trance of Scarcity. Hey, I'm like, she talks like me. Do you, do you, Does she? Yeah, you ready? Hey, stop holding your breath and start living your life. <laughs> I love it's that. a conversation piece, definitely. I love that. Hey! What up? Hey, you. Hey, oh, what yeah, up? you. It's that New Jersey I, I love this, the trance of scarcity. I mean, there, I, there's an article I'm writing. It's called Snap Out of It. But she can talk to this topic because this is her book. And, uh, by the way, um, you know, uh, Meg Wheatley, who uh, has also been on the show, uh, who I just love dearly, says about the book, an instructive, encouraging, and delightful book that I believe can wake us out of our numbed state where we've forgotten our true nature of fundamental human goodness. Mm. Please read that. And when Meg says to me, when Meg says, please read the book, I'm like right there. Because her books are fabulous as well. And so there is, this is an incredible book. And by the way, it's not, it's not simply a book that you're going to pick up and you're going to say, oh, let me just kind of... There are practices in here, you see? Practices. Practices to help wake up get out of that sleepy old trance actually i don't know if it's sleepy that's why we have victoria on the show so she can straighten me out but right now we're going to put a card we haven't done this in a while we're going to get back to it how many are we going to do now <laughs> should we do like five no, no i want to bring my guest on oh my oh, goodness well, we can do we that. Can 10 or 20 when she's on the show 
Okay, these cards do not lie, baby. Then no lie goes on with this show. No way. I am aware. I hope it has the change warrant in it. In, in, in honor of Aretha Franklin, who will be singing. But I am aware. I am aware. I am like so aware of my inner being as the true, true source of my prosperity. Heidi, Heidi, you have made the, I think these cards were channeled. To Heidi. Most Heidi Bayer. These are the harm money cards. Go to www.prosperitycards.com. Now, here's the back of the card because then it's got the nugget, you know. The golden nugget. The nugget, yeah. Within, within each of us is a presence, something that knows and notices. Be aware of this presence for it is what gives you life and sustains you. Your prosperity does not depend on events in the outer world, but on your inner awareness of your consciousness as the source of all your good. All the good. All the good. All the good. Yeah. And, you know, there's actually a chapter in the book that we're going to talk to uh, and get to. And I want to announce that um, we have got a f- another powerhouse lineup next week, and we'll tell you a little bit about it. Um, of course, we've we've got the folks from Over the Cliff um, coming back this month. We've got just a Greg huge Hoskins month. We've got Michelle a huge Morgan. Huge month. Mm-hmm. Huge month. Huge. Huge. Tama Keeves, Gene Houston. We've got the um, the uh, presenters for the upcoming sacred. You ready? Sacred activism conference. Sacred, wow. the first annual ever, right here, Seattle. Unbelievable. So we've got that going on, and uh, we want to get right to the show today. So let's take a short break. When we come back, Victoria Castle, please write these phone numbers down. Because I'm telling you, if you want to snap out of it and move beyond the trance of scarcity, you're going to want to do it. You've got questions. We want you to get your questions on the air. So this is you, me, Victoria, Mr. B, and Bo. And Bo. He's filling in. Here, say hello, Bo. Say hi, Bo. Go ahead. Grab that microphone, kid. Hi. There he goes. (laughs) Short and sweet. Bo is part of the team that I actually prayed for in 2005 and has showed up to help us take the show to the next level. And with, we're very with loving grateful. arms. We welcome. Yep, him. we've got Bo, we've got Nick, and we've got Royce right now, and they are, you know what, doing a fabulous job. All right, I'm Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show. When we come back, we'll be back with Victoria Castle. Got your pen? Four two five three seven three fifty five twenty seven. Four two five three seven three fifty five twenty seven. Ah. Toll free one triple eight two nine eight five five six nine. Say it again. One triple eight. Two nine eight five five six nine. And for all you iTuners, you gone guy, you got the Dr. Pat show <laughs> on the uh, on the iTunes. Yeah, we do. We've got the Voice America version and the KKNW version next week. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Aretha, you sing it. Spirit Journal. Let the adventure begin. At New Spirit Journal, we want to inform, inspire, uplift, and amuse you. Our readers have in common an interest in life and in the deeper meanings life can offer. We don't claim to have all the answers, but we can start you asking questions. Our writers and advertisers share their techniques, new ideas, and products. Whatever it is, they want to share something they believe will make your life better in some way. Something that might challenge how you think and act today. 
Something that might make you question something you currently believe or do. You'll find New Spirit Journal at bookstores, cafes, churches, and meeting places the first week of each month. Pick up a copy and let it take your spirit where it will. You can visit us on the web at NewSpiritJournal.com. That's NewSpiritJournal.com. Make yourself an adventure today. This is Dr. Pat of the Dr. Pat Show. As a co-sponsor of the 14th annual Women of Wisdom Conference, Return to the Well, I want to invite my listeners to a very special weekend of women empowering one another through experiential workshops, dynamic presentations, ceremonies, music, and dance. This year's conference will be held February 23rd to the 26th at Magnuson Park in Seattle. It is a wonderful opportunity to share stories, make new friends, and replenish your spirit with such wise women as Dr. Jean Houston, Christina Baldwin, Connie Grouds, Gloria Burgess, and Tama Keeves. Both men and women are welcome to participate, return to the well, and make the commitment to deepen your own spiritual awareness. Register now by calling the Women of Wisdom Foundation at 206-782-3363 or download an application on the web at womenofwisdom.org. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Hello, this is Dr. Nusheen Darvish from Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue, bringing you the holistic health tip of the week. Every one of us will suffer from back pain at some point in our lives. Prevention is most important. Stretch and exercise regularly, especially the low back and abdominal muscles, to keep those areas strong and flexible. If back injury does occur, ice the area and rest immediately. Homeopathic magnesium sulfate, bromelain from pineapple, and medical-grade fish oil can be beneficial in reducing muscle spasm, inflammation, and pain. This is Dr. Darvish from Holistic Medical Center. If you need more information regarding alternative natural therapies, please contact us at 425-451-0404, 425-451-0404, or visit us at drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio, Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Today is Victoria Castle. And you know what? The music that we are playing, there is a theme to it. This is not just random acts of, of uh, great music. It is, there's a theme. Tell everybody what the theme is. Well, in honor of the Super Bowl on Sunday, these are all the artists that will be performing at halftime. There we go. So we start out with Aretha Franklin, which they are going to also bring on Stevie Wonder, which is the original plan of the Super Bowl halftime show was to bring in all the soul singers. And then, of course, they brought in the Stones. So... 
Well, I, I they know and the, the themselves, we'll ask, I guess. We'll ask Victoria right? the, the, the connection. Okay. Yeah. She'll know. And, of course, the Stones will be the highlight. Okay. Like I said before, we have with us today an amazing individual, Victoria Castle, and her work is profound. She is a certified master somatic coach and a lead facilit- uh, facilitator. Her work expands, you know, beyond individual work into organizations, into corporations. And uh, she has been teaching the principles that are in the book, The Trance of Scarcity, uh, for a long time. And, you know, she has captured the essence of her work in this book and beyond. And so, you know, through her own personal experience and as I can relate to these bouts that we get with the not enoughness thing that goes on, you know, we get to create magnificence as she has done in this book. And Victoria, thank you so much for joining the show today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Well, you know, I usually start out the show with the question. I think I'm going to have that question, but I'd like it to come from the caller that has called in already. So that's a little, you know, shaking it up for Benny. Not really. We'll bring on Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Welcome to the show. We're going to take your call right now. Hi. Um, I was just wondering, I'm in a lot of pain, and I'm just wondering if I'm ever going to get out of it. Well, there's a profound question because it does feel like it's permanent when we're there. Uh, so yeah. I, I don't have some wonderful, trite answer for you of, yes, dear, just, you know, uh, hang in there a little more. But what's really useful for us is to look at the source of our pain in a very respectful way, not, not in some like, hey, get over it. And the two elements that I talk about in the book and this whole, what perpetuates for us this sense of not enoughness, either I'm not enough or there's not enough, that things can't turn out is all of us, all humans, design our lives around the stories that we tell ourselves or or what we hold to be true. And the, the danger there is we can decide something is so and it's not necessarily the truth. So it can create a lot of suffering for us. So so part of it is the stories that we're in. The other part is how those stories literally live in our bodies, live in our systems, how we shape our lives around those stories. And that's part of really what brought me to write the book is how many of us are in some kind of suffering, struggling, despair, pain about things not being the way they should be. I'm not who I should be. Life isn't happening the way I thought it was supposed to go. There must be something wrong with me. And, and it's an enormous source of pain for us. So uh, I would say that it's always possible for us to move out of the pain that we're in. But it isn't by um, treating ourselves with like, hey, you know, get over it. It's much more about really seeing what's causing that and then looking at ways to move beyond it. Okay. Would you like to uh, you clarify anything there? You well, want to ask a more specific question? Um, I've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, arthritis, mm-hmm. um, a whole number of things. And I'm wondering how much of that is is physical and how much of it is stuff that's in my body yeah well Um, you know here's the thing that i think we're beginning to learn in western culture is we can't really separate them between what's physical what's emotional what's mental what's spiritual it's looking at our whole system so for whatever reason you have to deal with daily pain discomfort and limitation that shows up physically right and having had some chronic stuff myself when I held it like it shouldn't be this way I'm a loser this isn't fair 
it, if anything, it only intensified the distress rather than relieving it. Right. There's to be looking for how can I be with this in a way that I still have aliveness, that I still engage in life rather than having this be what precludes me from what matters to me. And so it may mean that you don't get to hike or that you don't get to have the freedom of motion. But what is it about the qualities of life that you want to make sure are present for you? It's right. not mind over matter. It's not like, um, okay, I'm just going to pretend it's not there. Mm -hmm. It's actually letting yourself expand to include fibromyalgia but to not be defined by it. And, and that's, you know, it's very easy for me to say that to you. Right, it's very That's hard to get up and more go out more, rather than things, fighting but... the circumstance. It's about me really stepping more into my innate wholeness and getting bigger so that I can hold what is and yet more. Mm -hmm. You okay. know, I can, t I can totally relate to where you are because I had a very similar diagnosis um, about a year and a half ago. Oh, no. And, you know, uh, and, and what I know is that what Victoria is talking about is that we get, to, we get to choose what story we hold. And for the longest time, for me, uh, I held the story of defeat. And that story had to do with I'm never going to be able to do the things I want to do. Um, I'm going to end up in a wheelchair. Um, I mean, I don't want to share all that, uh, you, you know, with you today, but I, I, believe me when I say that I, 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 I feel you. I feel you. And at the same time, I hope that what you take from this call today is the idea that you have choice. Right. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to... I. I I get up and I keep moving every day and I do what I've got to do, but it's really hard to, socially, it's very hard because by the end of the day and I'm done working and doing the things that I need to do, I don't want to do anything because I'm in so much pain. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Okay. So you know what? You know what? What? I'm going to get you, we're going to, Victoria's going to give you a copy of this book. Oh, great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. We're going to yeah, get and you. I, and I hope you can join us for the full conversation this morning and that. Um, that what we talk about may be useful. And thank you so much for calling with the question. Yes, like thank this. you. I know thank you. any kind of chronic pain is just, it can truly define who we are in a way that we don't mean for it to. Absolutely. If you stay on the line, Benny will get some information from you and we'll make sure we get you a copy of this book. Thank you very much. Have oh, a great thank day. You. Thank you. I so admire your courage. Thank you. Wow. Victoria, what a great way to start the show. I mean, you know, that question really opens up the door for conversation. Now, in your book, you talk about it's not about the stuff. It's, it's about the state. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. And, and again, you know, when we're struggling, like saying, hey, honey, it's just about your inner state. It's like, yeah, thank you very much. Right. <laughs> How irritating can you be? Right. It, it is such a source of liberation when we can get to the place of realizing it is not about circumstances. It's not about conditions. They don't get to define me. And certainly, they don't get to determine my experience of either scarcity or abundance. My inner state does that. How, how I engage in the world, what I choose to believe, where I am putting my energy, that has far more impact on me than the circumstances. And, and you can just look at people who have enormous amounts of money and they're not peaceful and content and people that have what look like pretty meager lives 
and they have great joy and love and generosity as part of how they experience it. So when we can unclip ourselves from conditions get to say, then we start having enormous freedom in our lives. You know, there's something that you talk about in the book, and I, I hope I get this right. Um, wake up to abundance, a radical act. Yeah. Well, I would like you to talk up. about that. Yeah. Right. And that pleasure. Now, there's a scary word <laughs> for some people. Well, first, first, let me back up to say, so this, this cultural predisposition that we have about not enoughness, uh, of scarcity and struggle and separation like that's the defining reality dear that that's what you were born into just make the best of it Mm -hmm. we first have to get that you know we grew up in it it we've been marinating in it it's reinforced everywhere it isn't suddenly like we had a bad thought and and life tanked we culturally it's all around us so from that perspective then not expecting very much uh working hard uh, feeling like we have to struggle, we have to pay our dues, maybe someday we'll be good enough, really takes us away from uh, that sense of pleasure and spontaneity and joy. And any time we move toward real pleasure, and I don't mean like indulgence, like overeat, right. but real pleasure, like fully being in the moment so that the colors and the textures are, are completely available to us, it wakes up our system, and we come out of that trance or out of that numbness of, yeah, well, that's the way it is, too bad, to, hey, wait a minute, there's more aliveness in me now. And if there's more aliveness in me, I have a greater capacity to act, to create, to generate, and to contribute, which ultimately is the sweetest game we get to play as humans, is to bring our contribution to the world. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. You know, let me get back to a question that I do ask every one of my guests, and I want to ask you. I think this is a great time to do that. You know, here you are with this amazing book. You're getting ready to, uh, you're doing a workshop, aren't you, at the Women of Wisdom? Yes, yes, yeah. on breaking the trance of scarcity. That's yeah. right. And we'll give, we'll give you all details about that. But here you are. You've got this book, uh, a great book. You have a fabulous website, a way for people to participate in your newsletter. You're taking your message out into the world. And I know you talk about this in the book, but I'd like to ask you this question anyway. What are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles that you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Oh, <laughs> How much time do we have? Hey, that's why I said we took the break early. (laughs) Um, Well, the big one was I, too, was raised in the I'm not enough story and took it on literally and loyally probably for the first 30 years of my life. Everything was, oh, could I possibly good enough, be good enough? What do I have to do to earn approval? Um, Gee, I know I'm not good enough for that, but maybe I could do this. And... Fortunately, inside of me, just like inside of all of us, was this very strong call to bring forward my gifts in the world. And, and I was like, are you talking to me? I, I don't have any gifts. Don't you know? I, I'm not worthy. I, I don't deserve. No, no, it'd be too hard. I couldn't. But I, fortunately, the voice was insistent. And I started looking at, boy, I'm sort of caught in this trap here because on the one hand, I've like I have uh, spiritual DNA in me, which is pretty dang divine. And uh, right on the other hand, I've got some big story about, no, no, I'm not good enough. Now, these both can't exist. So what's going on here? And as I started to look around at what was holding me, I said, oh, gosh, it's got most of us. 
most of us are inside of this. So really taking a look at what had me, and literally that story had me. I didn't have the story. It had me. And then to begin to peel it apart so I could tell the difference between what's true and what story or interpretation. And by story, I simply mean our interpretation. It's exactly what humans do. It's part of our neurology. An event occurs, and we decide what that event means, Mm -hmm. that part of it. So we bring meaning to whatever it is. So once I pulled it apart and saw that my story was I'm not enough, but there wasn't any truth about that, then I was free to actually have a different story so that I could do what I felt was important in the world. And, you know, I went through what everybody goes through, heartbreak and divorce and loss of all my money. And, you know, <laughs> part of my book that I refer to, Victoria's Adventures in Hell. <laughs> about a year yeah. where everything that could go wrong, health and relationships and finances and work, everything that could go wrong did. And all it showed me, even though that was a very difficult year for me, all it showed me was that doesn't get to say who I am. That's not the highest truth about me. So I can keep coming back to my inner state, literally how I inhabit myself and how I orient myself into the world. And I'm in charge of that and I can shift it moment to moment and produce a very different experience of life. In the book, you talk about, uh, actually, you call it our sad story. And then uh, you follow that up. You follow that chapter up with uh, uh, upgrading our stories. And so yeah. I want to ask you, for somebody like our last caller, for somebody like, like myself, you know, people that have been in that story, you know, uh, for years, my story had to do with my mother dying when I was eight years old. I mean, my goodness, you know, you get to be 40 and it's like you're still telling the story. Mm-hmm. So you, t- you call this upgrading our stories. I would like to ask you, why is this important and what can people do? Yeah, good. Thank you. So the two components, again, are the stories we tell ourselves and how we embody those stories. And it's both of those pieces. I think actually for some time now, you know, psychology has really looked at what's our narrative or our story or orientation in life. But we haven't looked to change the whole intelligence of the system. And when I talk about embody, I mean literally our habits of thought don't just live in our mind. Mm-hmm. They live in our muscle. Mm-hmm, that's right. Our automatic reactions are part of our nervous system. So it's retraining all of that. So to upgrade a story, first, I have to see it's a story. Because as long as we hold something as the truth, it's unchangeable to us. I think that's why for a lot of us affirmations didn't work or, or maybe don't work. Is because I'm trying to lay something on different on top of what's already there, but what's already there I still think is the truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so really separating those out. Mm-hmm. There's truth and there's interpretation. Okay. And 99% of our lives are shaped around interpretation, not, not about facts or, or the truth. Right. <laughs> Very little facts. We, uh, we each of us has our own fish story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So here's a simple one. You're in a meeting at work. And this guy comes in 20 minutes late. And last week he came in 20 minutes late, too. So the fact is the meeting started at 2 and he arrived at 2.20. That's the fact. Now, given everybody in that room, there can be multiple interpretations. He's late because he doesn't care. He's late because he's irresponsible. He's late because he's really busy and important. He's late because 
he thinks he's better than everybody else. I, I mean, all of those are interpretations. And if we never check those out, but we just treat them like they're the truth, then our relationship with that guy is going to be completely influenced by the interpretation we just made. Mm -hmm. So being able to separate facts from story is a huge piece of it. And then when I see that I've got a story that's not useful for me, then I can upgrade it because I see that all it is is a story. So I can trade it in and get another one. I can go to the what I call the story buffet and pick a new story and try that one on. And to link it to what matters to me, what's really important to me. So for me, so for Victoria, it was really important to me. My deep commitment is for people to have access to their greatness. I really believe that's the way we have peace on earth. Mm -hmm. Fulfilled people means a, peace, a planet at peace. Mm -hmm. So that was my deep commitment. And my old story of... I'm not enough, I don't know enough, oh no, I, I should just be quiet. Some, I, I, other people know more than I do, my ideas aren't important. That kind of story would not let me fulfill on my commitment. It would just keep me small. So out of my commitment of, I'm going to do what I can do for people to have access to their greatness, I needed a different story. So, and I could pick any story. So the one I mm -hmm. picked was... I'm divinely inspired in my work. Well, that kind of ended the conversation about, oh, who am I? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Now, you could say, all it is is another story. It's not any truer than the other one. But it, this one's useful to me because it actually allows me to move on what matters. Mm -hmm. And then as, as well as this changing the story, I have to look at what are the practices, the behaviors, the ways of being that perpetuated the old story. And they were that I didn't speak up, I acquiesced, I doubted myself all the time. Um, I didn't speak unless somebody asked my opinion and then I was very apologetic about it. I never took any bold action. I just played it really, really small. Those were the behaviors I was in. And I was um, constantly worried that I wasn't doing a good enough job and afraid that I was going to get fired or, you know, my boyfriend would leave or whatever. So those old behaviors would not support this new story of I'm divinely inspired. So I got to design what behaviors, what practices would I be in if that was my story. And it was things like I really spend a lot of time listening and reflection and meditation. I take pleasure in my life and joy because that's when I'm at my best. I am around people that are interesting and inspiring to me. And I, when I see a way to make a difference, I make the offer and not worry about whether I'm, somebody's going to think I have a right to do that or not. And it literally turned my life around. You and know, the circumstances didn't change. The world was still doing what the world was doing. My bank account was still my bank account. <laughs> you know, my dress yeah. size was still my dress size. All of the circumstances didn't change. But how I was in the world radically changed. And then as a result of that, the circumstances around me changed to reflect it. Okay, what I love about what you said, and I really want to make a point of this. When you were just sharing those thoughts about upgrading your story, you, you did not talk like this. I will blah, blah, blah. 
You know what I'm saying? You pull the right. story to the present, and I want I would like to ask you why that is so important. I mean, you you, you know, many people would not pick that up. Yeah. But I think you did that on purpose, didn't you? Oh, well, yeah. We only live in the present. That's okay. all we've got. So if I'm going to put it that I will be successful, then it'll keep being out there in the distance the whole time. No matter how old I get, it'll be just out there just past wherever I am now. <laughs> That's right. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it, we, have, we need to have a relationship with the life we're living now. Because this really is all we have, this very precious moment. So how do I fully inhabit this moment and not put it off for, well, maybe after, when I've got another degree, when I've lost the weight, when I get promoted, when we get the house, when the kids go to college, whatever it is. This is the moment to live in. Yes, it is. This is the one we've been given to steward, literally. So what am I going to do? You know, Mary Oliver, the wonderful poet, says, what are you going to do with your one wild and precious life? This one, right now. And if I keep thinking like, yeah, maybe down the road I can have it, that's the trance working on me. That's the trance saying you can't have your full, your full life now. Don't, don't expect too much. That's one of the real dangers of being in the trance of scarcity is we continue to reduce our expectations to to not let ourselves know what we care about to not even think about what really matters to us because we've already convinced ourselves we can't have it it's a very dangerous place for us to be and you know the work that you do helps people you know come out of that what i'd like to do is uh first first of all let me make sure that everyone has the website which is transofscarcity.com transofscarcity.com uh this is the dr pat show i'm here with my special guest victoria castle right now and victoria before we go to break why don't you just give out some information about the upcoming event that uh, you will be doing at the women of wisdom conference oh great yes so if you don't know about the Women of Wisdom Conference, it's amazing. It's been going on for 14 years. It's really international and has wonderful headliners like Jean Houston and Christina Baldwin this year. My workshop will be on Sunday, February 26th in the morning from 9 till noon. There's a number of workshops all throughout the three days. And it is about breaking the trance of scarcity. So we'll be looking very specifically at how do we generate the inner state that lines up with abundance and flow and ease and let go of that chronic contraction that holds us so tight and keeps us small. And to register for the website, for the workshop, you go to the womenofwisdom.org website and sign up. Thank you. Absolutely. We're going to be there. We We have a booth. That's, That's right. right. We love it. And uh, actually, we'll be talking to some other uh, 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 some other speakers that are going to be presenting there. And we're thrilled, Victoria, that you could make it on the show today. Absolutely thrilled that you can. Okay. And again, I want to make sure that everyone has this website, uh, transofscarcity.com, because there are many ways for you to participate. Um, Victoria has a blog on there. There are questions that you could ask. Uh, there is a newsletter. And you can sign up for the free newsletter. Newsletter, absolutely, which is fabulous. So uh, many, many things to help each and every one of us break out of that trance. I'm Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show. We're going to take a short break. I, I would love to have you call in if you've got questions. If you're stuck in that fog, in that, in that trance, we'd love to help you. Uh, the number to call in right here for the Dr. Pat Show is 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. And 1-888-298-5569. Toll free. 1-888-298-5569. All right.
We'll be right back. Stay tuned. a calendar to a soldier in Iraq. Susan McKeith created a drive through Puget Sound Espresso Stands 2006 calendar. All of the proceeds, all of the proceeds are being donated to Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center. You can also donate a coffee-flavored taste of home and send one to a soldier serving in Iraq so they can count down the days until they return home. To do this, call 1-800-578-3674. That's 1-800-578-3674. Do you feel drained after work? Are you caught up in the trauma of relationships? Are you continuously fighting poor health? Are you searching for deeper meanings in life? There is a great solution to life's problems, transforming yourself. Attend the Life Bliss Program, a revolutionary meditation program cognized by Paramahamsa Nithyananda, an enlightened mystic of our time. Rejuvenate and transform yourself using powerful dynamic meditations and knowledge of self-awareness in this two-day weekend workshop. For more information, visit seattle.lifeblissprogram.org or call 425-246-1247. The Dr. Pat Show is offering you a chance to have an hour-long personal reading with Pepper Lewis and Gaia. To enter the drawing for this reading, simply purchase your ticket to one of Pepper's events, Everett, on Saturday, March 25th, or Tacoma on Sunday, March 26th. Purchase your ticket before March 10th, and your name will be entered into the drawing to be drawn live on the show on March 16th. To purchase your event tickets or sign up for private readings, call 425-398-8011. That's 425-398-8011. How would you like to be part of a musical event celebrating the birth of a brand new radio show and an original idea? Finding Your Music is celebrating their beginning, bringing to you their first musical event. This event will bring to you the music of Ava, Dennis, Peter Frothingham, Bonnie Rose, and other musicians who grace our airways. Finding Your Music's concert is being hosted by Center for Spiritual Living Eastside in Bothell on March 4th at 7 p.m. Please visit the website findingyourmusic.com or contact Ava at 425-931-8777 for more information on tickets and guest musicians. Seating for this event is very limited, so please purchase tickets in advance for $15. Proceeds support the Center for Spiritual Living Eastside and the airtime we give to our artists. Call Ava at 425-931-8777 or go to the website findingyourmusic.com. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. You've heard me talk about it and now it's here. The book, Inspiration to Realization, Volume 2. Real women reveal proven strategies for personal, business, financial, and spiritual fulfillment. And guess what? Dr. Pat leads the book off with the three secrets to living life full out. Order your copy now by going to www.thedrpatshow.com or call Bobby at 206-550-6316. That's 206-550-6316. Proud to bring variety to your radio dial. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. No New Year's Day. can sing this. All four of 
<laughs> Come on, Bo, you can do this. I don't know. Bo's a Bo, musician. Bo, you want to jump in here, kid? All right. Do we know the words of this song? I, I did Where's until the, the next verse went. Where's the chorus? I don't think I know any of the words to it. All right. <laughs> All right, we'll take it up. All right, here we go. Is this the chorus? No. No. Bring it oh, back. I'll find it. I'll find All right, it. because it's a great song, great song. <laughs> okay, Stevie Wonder, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you, Stevie. I know you're listening. I know you have nothing else to do, but you're, you're plugging in Dr. Pat because you knew we were going to play your song. Guess what? We're playing your song, each and every one of you out there. This show is with Victoria Castle taking her gifts, her message out into the world. And the deal is this. Welcome to freedom. To successfully upgrade from scarcity and struggle to abundance and ease, we must interrupt, interrupt and dislodge old patterns that have been living quite comfortably within us. Victoria Castle is joining us today. She has written a book, The Trance of Scarcity, and this book will help break that pattern. Thank you so much for joining the show today, Victoria. I'm delighted. It's great fun. We have a caller. Let's we, not keep our callers oh, waiting. Let's not. Let's bring on Natalie. Hi, Natalie. Welcome to the show. Hi there. How how you be? Oh, good, thanks. We'd love to get your question to Victor. Oh, there she just went. Bye-bye. Oh. Well, I can actually tell her question because she did mention it to oh, me. Oh, let her call back. Okay. Come on, Natalie. Call back. <laughs> we got the lines open. I Vic- tried. Victoria and I will just chat for a minute. Those cell phones. Victoria, you know, we, we, we want to talk about a couple of things. We want to talk about embodiment, and, 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 and you address this in the book. But I think, I think for our listeners, it would be really important for you to explain what that means. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, and, you know, the thing about being a master somatic coach, it's like, what the heck is that? <laughs> uh, so embodiment and soma, somatic, they all have to do with the body, but... For us, almost immediately we think body, yeah, the object, that, right, uh, exercise, diet, or cover girl, that kind of thing. And what we're really talking about is the way the Greeks spoke about soma as the, the lived experience. What we've lived lives in our tissue. It, we shape ourselves a certain way. So whatever we embody is what we're most reliable for in our lives. So if I have uh, embodied... Uh, you know, and you might even want to do this with me, uh, okay. kind of rolling my shoulders forward, collapsing my chest, um, getting a very shallow breath, furrowing my brow, tightening my stomach, and that's the way that I move through life, then I'm going to have a particular experience of life based on that kind of structure. And along with that structure, well, if you're in that structure, just say to yourself, oh, life is so easy. It just doesn't fit. Yeah. So please come out of that structure if you've done that. Come on back and take a breath. So our stories and our embodiment or our soma are completely linked. I can't have uh, a positive story about life and live in a clenched, tight, bent-over body. And conversely, I can't have a negative story about I'm a victim, I'm a loser when I'm taking up my full space, breathing deeply, my muscles are relaxed, and I'm out there seeing the world. So what's embodied in us is what we're most reliable for. And if I have years and years of practicing tightness and contraction, constriction, which may be related to fear or distrust or needing to be in control or any of those kind of things, that's the life I get to live. But if I see those, 
them like the story, I can shift them. I can take on new practices. And some of them are truly really simple. In the book, we go into great great detail about the state of ease and flow because that's the one that we want to keep maintaining. And it does have to do with that I breathe deeply and I exhale fully, that I let my muscles relax rather than holding tension in them. But I really come up into my full height and length and width that I, that, you know, that I, I fill out and that I bring my attention, the, the, the energy of my attention of my mind and my emotions toward what's, what matters to me, what's important to me. And that gives me a whole different uh, foundation to move from than if I'm back in an habituated, trance-like state of it's hard, I'm not enough, hunker down, and I'll just hope for the best. Yeah. So the, the embodiment piece to me was really key because for years, uh, you know, 20 years I've been working in organizations as an executive coach and doing organizational work and also as a spiritual teacher. And there was never an absence of people's genuine desire to change. But until we engage ourselves at what's embodied, the change won't take place. It, it's not just a cognitive from the chin up arrangement. It, we've got to engage the whole self. And, you know, what you just described, I mean, I don't think there's a person that's listening, you know, can't detect. I think everyone can detect when they're in that position, when you're feeling yourself. Maybe, except if I do it all the time. Oh, that's, what I was just gonna, that's right. That's what I was just going to say. Right. Yeah. And if we're doing it all the time, doesn't it seem normal until we don't do it? Yeah. Yes. And that's then, the trick, isn't something it? Something different, like... Uh, sit back and take a deep breath and let our face relax. Like, uh oh, that's wrong. That can't be right. <laughs> that's strange. So that's where we literally retrain the whole nervous system that this is home base, this place of ease and flow and breath mm. and vision. This is home base. It, it doesn't have to be the the contraction. One of the things I say in the book is contraction is the breeding ground for scarcity. Oh. So if if I didn't watch anything else but just paid attention to when I'm holding, when, when I'm clenched in some way, whether it's in my thinking, in my muscles, in my joints, whatever it is, and let that go, my life is going to shift. Just that. That that's a change that really uh, changes our experience of life. I mean, it's 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 almost like magic. As a matter of fact, I had a friend that did experience exactly what you just talked about, and she thought you, the way that she would describe that she would she would say, "I feel lightheaded." Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that experience of being relaxed was in such contrast yeah. to gritting your teeth. You know what I'm saying? That her way to describe it was not normal, so she cre- so in her her story was this is abnormal. I'm lightheaded. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, and often uh, what, whatever we're used to is what we're going to keep coming back to until we've trained something else into the system. So to really appreciate that transformation involves disruption, it, it does. Oh yeah, <laughs> we well, might does. like for it not to, yeah. but it, it mm. does. You know, as a friend said. Um, it's like walking on the beach and trying to not get sand in your shoes to think that you can have transformation without disruption. You've you got to understand the playing field you're in. Yeah, we, Kurt, we are about shifting energy here. So exactly. You're going to get a little discombobulated for a while. It doesn't actually have to be unpleasant, but it will be disruptive. Absolutely. Let's go to the phones. I, do we have? Yes, we got Natalie back. Oh, okay, she Natalie. called back in, so here we go. Yay, Natalie. Okay, let's get your question on air. 
there. Um, this kind of sounds like a silly question, but I, I'm really serious about it. I've been I'm working with abundance and, and um, working on manifesting some things. And I have to say that, um, first of all, I really do believe in it. And I um, uh, do feel uh, really blessed a lot of times in my life with abundance. But I'm wondering how come I'm not able to manifest winning the lottery? Are you sure you're not my friend, Linda? <laughs> <laughs> And how many of the rest of us have that question? <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm not laughing at the question. I'm appreciating it. Manifesting the lottery means I'm still making circumstances going to be the thing that takes care of me. So if what you want is more money, then just ask for more money. And don't limit the route that it can take to get to you. Okay. If you want a lot of money, great. And... For me, what I think is even more important about manifesting is to look at why do I want that. For most of us, we'd like a stockpile of money because we'd feel secure, because we'd feel like we're going to be taken care of, because we'd have freedom. Those are all qualities we could have right now without circumstances changing. It may seem like a stretch, but they're literally not dependent on what my bank that was certainly something that I learned in my adventures in hell. I, I was down to my last $81 and couldn't find work for months. Mm -hmm. And was terrorized, and I said, I, I just don't want to be afraid of being, you know, I don't want to be afraid about money anymore. And I got this wonderful message that, well, then don't be. <laughs> I was like, what? But I only have $81. But I saw the, the power there that I kept putting energy on. It's got to look like this. This is missing. This isn't okay. So I kept perpetuating fear and lack and distress for me as opposed to I'm just going to relax and know that I'm going to be taken care of. And sure enough, I was. So I hope you do win the lottery. Mm -hmm. And it isn't the lottery that's going to take care of your deepest concerns. It's you knowing that you're whole regardless of whether you win the lottery or not. You know, I love Natalie. I love what she just asked because she asked a question that most of us think and won't ask. You bet. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's exactly like you said. I mean, who the heck doesn't want to win the lottery? Well, maybe there are some people. I don't want to say that. But, you know, the, the thing that I think you're talking about, however, is this idea of what's underneath it. And, uh, you know, what, what's, where are we coming from? Are we coming from a place of abundance or are we coming from a place of scarcity? And how important is that, Victoria? How important is that? Because doesn't that, that sense of where we are really feed the message that the universe does, you know, picks up anyway? Yeah, as I like to say, the universe is always eavesdropping. <laughs> I know it. Whether you want, whether you want them there or not. You know, they're so, getting you at that minute where you're getting ready to write that check out to pay that yeah. bill. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great little practice to just notice. Do I get tight when I write a check or am I relaxed and happy to be writing the check? I mean, that reveals a lot to me about my orientation, about enoughness, about security, about supply. And it's way bigger than money. The issue, it, Money is never the issue yeah absolutely the issue. yeah it's and the symptom of other things that are going on yeah like so, here, here's an exercise we can give everyone if you have any angst about writing your your bills right i would invite you to write them two weeks early that doesn't mean you mail them out without money in your bank but it's like there's a reason you wait for the very last minute to write them that's what victoria's saying 
Yeah, and, and the, Natalie, the thing I want to get back to your great question is, um, it doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong that you haven't won the lottery. It doesn't mean that you don't deserve winning the lottery. It mm -hmm. doesn't have anything to do with that at all. We don't, we don't get what we deserve. We don't even get what we want. We get what we expect because that's where our energy is the most pure and undiluted. Mm -hmm. When we're certain about something, that energy is so irresistible that it gets matched and received. Mm -hmm. So if you operate in an energy of, I am always taken care of, and really live from that, and hang on for a minute while I'm saying this because it may sound a little twisted, it really won't matter whether you have bank money in your bank account in the moment or not because when you need it, it'll be there. Oh. We want to stockpile because we think it won't be there. Oh, if we know it's always going to be there, we don't need to have big piles of it sitting around. It's, it's can I keep operating from this place of flow? And abundance flows circularly. It doesn't flow out away from us and then by some luck flows in from some other mm. channel. It replenishes itself. So our work is about being in the state that aligns with flow and ease. It's not about being better per people. It's not about doing it right. It's about being available to flow. Wow. Thank you so much, Victoria. We've got one last caller. Let's try to get our caller in here. Thank you. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, everyone. My guest, Victoria Castle, right now today. And don't forget to check her out on February 26th uh, and uh, sign up for Breaking the Trance of Scarcity, the workshop. That'll be Sunday, and I think that's at noon. But let's go to the phones. Let's see if we can get this question uh, answered. Yeah, let's bring on Missy. Hi, Missy. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Hope we can get your question answered. Let's see. Go a go ahead. Well, we have a blended family, and my question is because, like everything else in life, you know, ups and downs, and there anything you choose. And you know, sometimes I just feel a hopelessness, and just, and it's not all the time. It's not, it's just sometimes I just feel like, is there ever going to be uh, peace, happiness? Can we just can we just get along for a short time? <laughs> what do you say, Victoria, in, in two well, minutes? I'm not quite sure what your question is. Can you just... Well, how can I... I guess, how can I get rid of that feeling of hopelessness? Got it. Comes to well, me. Got it. You know, the, the first thing I'd say is to really honor it because it, it shows how much you care about wanting it to be peaceful and wanting people in your family to be happy. And then taking care of your own inner state so that you can keep coming back to peacefulness, openness, uh, loving kindness. Your state, your energetic field will impact others around you. It's, it's not a quick, trite little response that I have here. But again, you know, there's so many stories of, of years and years of famine and despair and then things shift. Nothing's permanent. And you keeping coming back to what you really care about is love and peace in this moment, and that's what you're going to keep bringing, will certainly shift your experience. And my, my bet is, is that it will alter the people around you. Absolutely. Thank you, Missy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Great questions. Thank you all for your questions. Thank you, Victoria Castle. Thank you so much. Let's give out your website again. www.trantsofscarcity.com and don't forget, Women of Wisdom, coming up February 22nd. Is, is that right? Do I have the right dates? 
I'm I'm there on the 26th. You're there on the 26th. Wow, it's jam packed. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for joining the show oh, today. Pat, thank you. This has just really been a joy. Oh, Thanks. it's great. Great book, everyone. The Trance of Scarcity. Okay, folks, what a great week we've had. You all are absolutely magnificent. You are the best. I just love you. I love you so much. And I want to thank you for listening to the show, for all of your emails, and uh, and I will uh, let me sue. I will keep my commitment. Yes, I will put the picture up on the website. I'm not going to flake out. I got an email asking if Pat for president picture. Oh, yeah, you said you were going to do that. I know. It's a new website's coming up. It'll be on that one. It wasn't on my old one. Thank you. Pat for president. Thank you. I'm not saying how long that'll be up there, but we'll, we'll put it up there. Thank you all for listening. Make yourselves a great day, a fabulous weekend, and live life full out. for joining us today for the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by the dr pat show can be heard live monday through friday at 11 a.m on kknw am 1150 and every thursday at 8 a.m and 8 p.m pacific on VoiceAmerica.com. so join dr pat live or listen 24 7 at www.thedrpatshow.com <laughs>